Welcome everyone. Today's Ohave Torah, Harlebanon Daf Yomishur, will be Daf Kuf Memhe. We will begin on the top of Daf Kuf Memhe. Amar Birbiya. This machloket is a machloket Tanaim as well. And the machloket about whether or not something is going to the garbage or coming for Ochil is a machloket. We learned Hamachlik Ba'anavim. Nowadays, people often cover their chali with egg yolk in order to give it a nice glaze. Here, the bakers used to put grape juice, squeeze grape juice on top of it. That grape juice did not make it because of that, according to Tanakama. Rabbi Yudha he says it was Uchshar. My love, let's assume that the machlok between these two Tanaim, whether or not it became Mekabel Tumah. Beha kamifligi. Mor savar mashke habal ochel ochelhu. One holds that when a liquid is going into a solid, we consider the liquid solid. And therefore, here also, where the grapes are being squeezed directly onto the loaf, so therefore it's, uh, in the grape it was food, and in the on the loaf it's also food, so it's ochel umor savar, and the other one holds, lav ochel no, it's still liquid says the Gemara amar papa, de kula alma mashkia bal ochel lav really they hold that it's really a liquid here they're arguing about when you have uh, when you have a a liquid that's going to the garbage because this liquid is not going to stay liquidy it's going to get evaporated in the oven so Tanakama holds that it's not it's it not it's because not a mashke and other one not now and Rabbi Yuda holds that it is a mashke. And that's why he holds it chukshar. They're arguing with the same machlok, and it's a different machlok, a different set of tanaim. If a person smashes olives with tameh hands, they became tameh. Why? Because you want... You want the olives to be wet because that gives extra flavor. So while the guy is pushing on the egg, on the pushing on the olives, he's pushing hard because the olive oil gives flavor to the olives. And that's why some people like cracked olives because the cracked olives, the oil gives it a little extra flavor. So since you want the olive oil on the outside of the olives, it's tameh. Le softan bemelach. If you just want to get it wet so that the salt will stick to it, lo it's not hukshar, because you don't really want the oil to go out. You just want to be able to put the salt on it. Okay? If you're doing it to try to see if the olives are ready for pressing, lo it's not hukshar. Rabbi Yudah says yes. My love, b'ha'kamiflegi. 
one holds if it's going to the garbage, Rida holds if it's going to the garbage, it's still a liquid, and therefore it's still Hukshad. Umar and the Chachamim hold, it's not a Mashkeh. And we assume that that same Machloket is the Machloket about the Chali and the grapes as well. Amar of Huna, Braid of Yeshua. Hani Tanai, Bimashkeh, Homed, the Ibut Pligi, Bahana Tanai, Mashkeh, Homed, Tsachsachopi Pligi. When it comes to the case of the Zetim, of the olives, they argue about something that's going to the garbage. And the other one with the, with the grapes over there, it's not about something going to the garbage. It's about mashkeh, a drink that is there to wet it, which means as follows. Which means since this oil, since this grape juice is only coming to fix the appearance of the food, we do not consider it mashke. Amar Abzera, Amar Abchebarashi, Amar Rav, Sochet Adam Eshkol Shel Anavim L'Toch HaKedera, Avalo L'Toch HaKedera, Dag L'Tziro Afil L'Toch Kedera. says, when you're doing grapes, like we said before, you could do it into a pot, but not into a plate or a saucer. But if you have a salted fish, and you're squeezing it to get the brine out of it, the, the salted water out of it, then you can even get the salted water into a saucer. Yativ Rabdimi Hashmaita. Rabdimi was saying this Shmaita about the fish. You fellows understood that that statement of Rav Zeira and Rav Chibarashi was quoting Rav. But I, Anan, we, we understood that the statement should read, Amar Abzeira, Amar Bechibarashi, Amar Shmuel. That's how we understood it. And because we understood it that way, that it was Shmuel's original statement, we have a question. Could Shmuel be so lenient as to say that when you're squeezing a fish to get the brine out of it, you could even do it into a saucer? Didn't we learn? If you have pickles, that you squeezed out the juice. Amarav. Rav says, Ligufan, if you squeeze that juice for the pickle, meaning your pickle is too juicy and you wanted to make your pickle more tasty, so you squeezed out the brine, then mutar, it's allowed. Lememehem, but if you're trying to get some pickle juice so you could either drink it or put it in some other food, then patur, then it's not, you're not allowed to do it, but you don't bring a korban chatat. Patur avarasud. Vishlakot, and if you have vegetables that were boiled in water, and you're going to squeeze those things. Then, ben ligufan, ben lememehem mutad. It makes no difference whether you're trying to make it better or whether you're trying to get the water out. Either way, it's allowed. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel is a little more strict. He says, by both them, echad kivashim echad shlakot. Whether it's pickles or whether it's boiled fruit, Ligufan, if you're doing it for itself to make it taste better, mutad, it's mutad. Lememem, if you're doing it for the, trying to get the water out, it's patura valasur, even in the case of shlakot, where, where beforehand Rav had said it was, it was okay. Amale, so he told him back, Hail I swear, 
I swear, my eyes saw, and nobody else, it's a pasuk that he's quoting. He's saying, I saw it myself. I heard it from the mouth of Rabbi Yirmiya. Obviously, he didn't see it, he heard it. Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabbi Yirmiya heard it from Rabbi So I know for a fact that there's a chain of command. You see how many generations it was. You have Rav and Rabbi Barashi and uh, Rav Zera and Rabbi Yirmiya and Rav Dimi and Abaya. So from, from Abaya to Rav is many, many generations of Rebbe's indeed. Says the Gemara Gufa. We have we, the, the very same statement we're going to discuss now. When it comes to kivashim, which is pickles that you squeezed, if you did it for the pickle, it's mutar. If you did it for the water, it's patur avasur. Ushlakot and the boiled food, ben lekvan ben memehem mutar. They're always mutar. Shmuel Amar achad levechadzeh lekvan mutar memehem patur avasur. Whether it's Pickles or boiled stuff. Either way, it's the same law. If it's for the item, it's mutar, and if it's for the water, it's patur avasur. And if Yochanan is the strictest, he says echad kevushu echad shakot legufan mutar mehem chayav chatat. He says the same thing as the other rabbis, except when he holds by both of them that you owe chatat if you're trying to get the water out. In any case, whether it's a pickle or a boiled fruit. So, three way machloket. If you want, I will believe I'm going to send a picture of a chart showing a, a, a roughly writ, written chart showing the opinions. May TV, we're going to ask a contradiction. Sochtin kivashim b'shabbat l'toruch shabbat. You're allowed to squeeze pickles on Shabbat for Shabbat. Avalom l'motzei shabbat, but you can't do it for Saturday night. When you're squeezing olives and grapes, lo yischoton squeezing imsechat. If you did squeeze them on Shabbat, chayav chatay bring a korban chadat. Now, the fact that we didn't differentiate between doing it for Shabbat. Or whether you did, well, in other words, whether you, when you're doing it for Shabbat, we said it's mutad, and we didn't say, oh, you're squeezing it for the pickle, or you're squeezing it for for the water. It sounds like no matter even for the water, it's mutad. So that would go against everyone, because there was no one who said that it was mutar in the water. Kasha l'rav, v'kasha l'shul, v'kasha l'yochan, and all three rabbis, nobody said that it's mutar when you're doing it for the water. Says the Gemara. Rav Each rabbi is going to answer according to his reason, and now we can go through each one. Rav Metalitz Tamei. Rav answer according to his reasoning. Sochtan Kavashim B'Shabbat L'Tzorach Shabbat. You could squeeze pickles on Shabbat for Shabbat. Avalol L'Motzei Shabbat, but you can't do it for Saturday night. Medar. I mean, one of these words said the Gufan if you're doing it for itself to make it good. And that's when we said that you're allowed to squeeze. Aval, if you're doing it for the water, when it comes to boiled, boiled fruit, whether you want the fruit itself or whether you want the water, it's mutar. That's how it'll be explained according to Rav. 
Shmuel explained his reasoning. So you can do both them. The waters, patura valasud patura valasud. The team of Rabbi when it comes to grapes and olives, over there, lo yitzchot im yitzchot chayim chatat chayim chatat, like Shmuel says. Rabbi Yochanan would tell me, sochtan bekvashim l'tzorach hashabbat. Good. You could squeeze pickles if you're doing it for Shabbat, but not for Motzei Shabbat. Whether it's pickles and whether it's cooked fruits, it's, they, all, they could all be squeezed. When do we say they could be squeezed? The gufan. But remember, if you're ever squeezing it for the liquid, don't squeeze it. If you squeeze it, either one, it's It's as if you did a zetim va'anavim, and you'd be chayav chatat for doing it. So each one got the zetim va'anavim in the end in a different way. So one made it. And the other one has it, and then Zedim has a separate item. The other two have it like that. That was Rav and Shmuel. When it comes to the Torah, from the Torah, you never chayav for squeezing, you only chayav if you do Zetim va'anavim. We learn from Devei Menashe. Don't confuse that with Menashe by Menachem. Devar Torah eno chayav ela al derichat zetim v'anavim belvad ve'en ed v'pi ed kasher. Also, we have a rule that ed v'pi ed are totally not related. But another rule is that if you have one witness an ed v'pi ed who heard from another ed, so he didn't see the item itself. He just heard it from an Ed. It's never kosher unless you're doing it for Edut Isha to say that a woman is allowed to get married. But otherwise, it's never mutar. The reason why we're so lenient over here is because we don't want the woman to be an aguna. So normally we would require that we speak to the actual guy who saw it. Here we're allowed to send an Edut through somebody. Ibailu Zagmar asked, in other words, can you accept a witness? In other words, that a bechor, an animal, which without a mum is not allowed to be eaten, can you accept a witness, that he saw that it had a wound? Can you take a dude like that? Rav. Ami Asir, Rav Asi Shale. Amale Rav Ami, Rav Asi. So Rav Ami tells Rav Asi, why do you say it's mutad? And like we said before, you can only accept it if it's for Edutisha for Aguna. Ema, Le Edutisha Kishirala Bavad. He's answering, you misunderstood. Don't understand the Le'edut Isha, meaning whether a woman could be an Aguna or not. Rather, the only time we accept Ed Mipi Ed is when a woman could have testified herself. And therefore, since we will accept a woman's testimony regarding a Bechor, therefore we'll accept Ed Mipi Ed with Gabi Bechor, but you completely misunderstood. It is not allowed for an Aguna, it's only allowed for things that a woman could, would, would be accepted as a witness, and therefore we could do Ed Mipi Ed. Rav Yemar Achshir Ed Bi Ed Le Bechor. 
Rebyamar allowed Erbiad when it came to Bukhor. Kari Alem Raymar, some Raymar said about him, Yamar Shari Bukhra. Yamar allowed Rav Yamar allowed Bichorim. We hold that like Rav Yamar, that it actually is allowed, not like what Maraymar was making fun. To where the two dots, Chalot Tivash. In the Mishnah, we said that when it comes to honeycomb, if you smashed it from Erev Shabbat, it could drip out on Shabbat. Ki Atir of Hoshia. When Hoshia came from Adai, he came with a brighter in his hand. And instead, the brighter said the following. Let's say you had smashed the, the grapes before Shabbat, and it's dripping out on Shabbat, similar to the honeycomb. Would it be the same as the honeycomb? So, Tanakama is saying it's mutad, and Elizabeth Shimon is saying it's, it's uh, Tanakama is saying asur, and Elizabeth Shimon is saying that it's mutad. Amar Yosef, so Rabbi Yosef says, what is the Hoshi coming to tell us? That Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Shimon both say it? Is that the Chidush? Because we already knew this. Right? Because in the Mishnah we mentioned Rabbi Eliezer allows it. Right? That Rabbi Eliezer allows on Shabbat if, if, you, if you smash it from before Shabbat by the honeycomb. So what are you coming to teach me in this, in this the bright that you're bringing from the Diva Anavim? Or the fact that Rabbi Shimon agrees with Bilal Azad? So Abai said, Tuva Kamash, we teach you a lot of things. If you'd only have the Mishnah and you wouldn't have this Brisa, Havamina, I would have thunk, Hatamhu, only when it comes to the honey. Because in the beginning, while the honey was in the honeycomb, we considered it food. In the end, it's also food. And therefore, that's why we're allowing it by honey. But here, that while the oil was in the olives, it's oil. Ubasof mashke. I'm sorry. While the oil was in the olives, it was food because it was a, from coming from a hard surface. Ubasof mashke. And the end, it's a mashke. Ema lo. You might have thought that we wouldn't have allowed it in this case also. Therefore, kamash malan. The chiddush of the brisa is that even in an olive case, it's allowed. We're up to the next mishnah. I just want to point out a beautiful. Uh, thing that Hashem gave us. Rabbi Miller points out that in every fruit you find that Hashem is able to give liquids to people in ways that are amazing. Hashem will put, like for example, if you have an apple, Hashem in an apple is a hard, solid thing that you could cut with a knife. And Hashem puts in tiny, tiny cells in the apple, He puts a juice there. And the juice is able to be transported without spilling. You don't have to worry about spilling it. But if you take it and put it into a juicer, you take out the juice and you see how much juice Hashem sent you. So in every apple, is like a, a, it's like a, you're able to carry around apple juice in, in, in a simple way. In a simple way with no, no worries about it falling in with, with the juice and the liquid stuck in tiny cells. There are some, there are some sparrows that never have to never have to eat they never drink liquid their whole life 
these type of birds, never drink liver. They, 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 in the, when they eat the insects, they get the liquid from the insects. A person also could live his whole life without drinking if he just has enough fruit that have the juice that Hashem is putting in this beautiful manner for everyone to eat. And we, we, when we see the beautiful fruit, it's up to us to notice the chesed Hashem and focus on it. That's the idea of sechita. Sechita, we took a solid and we took a liquid out of it. So the, the, the melacha is mefarek. But the melacha on us is to separate ourselves from the silly thinking of the goyim where they eat apples and they never think about the tremendous chayseh Hashem does for us. Let's start the brand new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah. Kol Shabbat behamin me'erev Shabbat shorin oto behamin b'shabbat. So anything that was already boiled in water on Friday, you're allowed to put it in hot water on Shabbat in order to warm it up. Why? Because it's not going to get cooked. Anything that was never cooked made of Shabbat, it was raw. You could wash it off, rinse it off with hot water. But you can't put it into hot water because then it might cook. Two exceptions that once you rinse them off, they're considered cooked, and they're considered fully cooked, and then you are allowed to put it in hot water on Shabbat, are meliach yashan, which is an old salted fish, which is able to cook quickly with just a pouring of hot water on it, vikalius ha'aspinus, and another type of salted fish from Spain, that it also... You now let it wash it off with hot water on Shabbat because it's very easy to cook. Because the rinsing it off with water is the Gemar Melacha. In those days, since these were salted fish, people would put hot water to take off the salt. It wasn't edible with all the salt on it. The preserving in the old days, instead of a fridge, they would put tons of salt on it to keep it preserved and it doesn't spoil. But you couldn't eat it like that. You had to put hot water to get the salt off. The, on these particular fishes, the hot water that you pour on actually cooks it and makes it a sewer, according to the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, Kigon Mai. Which means, what's the example that something that you put it into hot water in order to make it to make it softer? Amrav Safra Kigon Tanigolta Debeir of Abba. This chicken of Rav Abba, right? So they would have it uh, soaked a long time in hot water until it's very, very soft, and he would drink it. This rabbi would drink chicken soup that's so boiled that you could actually drink the chicken. And one time he came to Rabbi Abba, and ate it. If it wasn't for Rabbi Abba who gave me wine that was three years old, he said, I would have thrown up. It was disgusting. But the rabbi would eat it as his protein. But if it wasn't for the wine, he would have thrown up from it. Rabbi Yochanan, Riyik Mikutach the Badlai. Rabbi Yochanan used to spit because of the disgustingness of Kutach Habavlai. This Kutach that we mentioned before with the sour milk, uh, Rabbi Yochanan didn't care much for it. Amr Rabbi Yosef, Vidrok Anan, we should also. Spit from Tanagol to Be'er Baba. The odd, another thing, 
Amar of Gaza, Zimnechad Ikli Lahat. And one time I got to Israel, Vavid Kuchabai, and I made Kuchabai, Shilumine Kobrihi Ma'arava. And all the, the, all the people who were sick in Israel asked me to taste it. So that means that the food of Babel is actually not bad. Okay. Says the Gemara. We said in the Mishnah, anything that wasn't uh, in hot water from Friday, you're allowed to wash it on Shabbat, except for this. Which means, let's say you did do it. Meaning, if you took these fish and you put hot, poured hot water on it. According to Yosef, by pouring the hot water on it, you, you cooked it. We we also learned in the Mishnah. We see from here that you are Chayav Chatat. It's not just the Ravanan, it's Chayav Chatat on these two things to pour hot water on it. Nowadays, there are some rabbis who want to claim that tea is also like that. And that's why you can't put tea in a Klidishon. We put it in a Klishini because we're worried that pouring hot water on it, it cooks similar to these two things. Other rabbis want to be Mekil and they want to say only these two things. And we're usually more strict, and we only put it in a kli sheni. Yativ Rav Chia Baraba Rav Asi Kamed Rav Yochanan. Yativ Rav Yochanan Vekai Menapnem. Rav Yochanan was was dozing off. Amar Le Rav Chia Baraba Rav Asi Bepnema Ofot Shebavel Shemenim. So when the rabbi was dozing off, so they had time to talk. So he asked him a question. He says, "How come the Babylonian birds?" Are fatter than the ones in Israel. Amale, Kalach Lemidbar Aza, Verecha Shimenimem. If you go to Aza, I'll show you fatter ones that we have in Aza than they have in Israel in in Babel. Mipnema Moadim Shiva Babel Smechim. How come the holidays are happier in Babel? Says the Gemara, Mipne Shem Anim, because the people in Babel are poor, and poor people. Enjoy holidays more. That's their only enjoyment, so they, they appreciate it more. How come the, the, the rabbis in Bavel walk in beautiful clothes? So he answers because the people of Bavel are not B'nai Torah, and they only respect people based on their appearance, and therefore if they weren't dressed nicely, they would not get respect. That's why the Babylonians dress so well. And he says, How come Goyim have Zuhama? They have this terrible um, spiritual sweat on them. Because they eat bugs and crawling shrimp and other things. So, Rabbi Yochanan wasn't happy, and he told him, Dardiki, he says, you guys are kids. Lo kach omim lechem. Did they tell you, Emor lechachma achotiach, tell chokma that I am your sister. Im baruchah tevar baachotcha, shi asura lach emru, veim lav lo temruhu. There's a general rule. If you're sure about what you're saying, say it. And if not, don't say it. And they bring a pasuk in Mishle, which says, Tell Chochmah I'm your sister, which means if you know for sure that the thing you're saying is true, just like you know your sister is Asur, then say it. But if you're not so sure, don't say it. So why are you giving all these answers if you're not so sure about them? Or you're wrong about all of them. Amruleh, so they told him, Tell us which one you're upset about. 
He says, Why are the birds of Babel fat? Right? He says, since they never went to Galut, so they're fatter, and therefore they don't, they, they, they don't, they, they, they go with the people. And they never left, so they're always strong. How do we know that the birds of Israel had been in Galut? The Tanya we learned, Rabbi Yudah Omer, there was 20, 52 years there was not a man in Yehuda. From the word behema is 52, and we see there was no of that means that all the birds left. Since the birds left, that's why that's why they are, are more exercised and less fat. Amr Rabbi Yaakov, Amr Kulan Chazru. All of the animals that left Israel when the birds left came back. Chutz Mikulyais Haispainan, except for this Spanish fish. The Amr of Hani Mardi de Babel. He said, the Amr of Hani Mardi de this depth of Babel, Mehadri Maya Le'en Itim. Which means that it. The slopes of Babel return the water Le'en Itim to this place called En Itim. And therefore the fish could come back through these slopes that go from Babel to Israel. Ve'hai, but the Aspana, Kevin de los Shari Shadeh, since it's got a we it's got a very, very uh, mushy spine, Lomati Salik. It can't go from Babel to Israel because when you go to Israel, you're going up, and therefore, since it can't go, it's stuck, and that's why it never came back. Says when the rabbi said that if they're more happy the holidays in Babel, why is that? Not because they're poor, because they weren't included in the curse that lowered the joy of the of the holidays. And Hashem says, I'm going to end the joy for Shabbat and the holidays. And since Hashem said He's going to punish that, that's only for the Shabbat, the holidays in Babel, in Israel. But in Babel, they're still happy. Right? Hashem says, your, your new months and your holidays became a, a hassle for me. Which means that's only in Israel, but not anywhere else. My holy Torah. What does it mean? It was a hassle for me. Amr Belazad, Amr Gilush Bechu. Lord, I only says Shachotin lefanai. It's not enough that they sin in front of me, the Jews. Ella Shamatichim ti leeda ezik izera kasha avia lehem. Now I have to bother to punish them for it. Every time we, the Jews do a sin, when you come to a holiday and do a sin, now I have to think of exactly what, how I'm going to punish you. Amr Bitzchak, En lecha kol regel regel shelo bata boleshet l'tzipori. Every holiday, another another army came to Tzipori to mess around with the people and mess them over. Hashem specifically on the holidays sends them. So you see that the holidays became hard. Every holiday, a 
governor or official came to Tiberia and they started putting fines on people and all sorts of trouble. How come the people in Bavel wear nice clothes? Because they're not from there, and therefore they have to show that they're different. The Amri Inchi, Bemata Shamai, Kolamata Totavi. Okay, in other words, people in Bavel, people go to other towns, and since they're not from the town and people don't know them, they have to dress properly because. Otherwise, people don't know who they are. When I'm, ho- when I'm in my town, everyone knows me. It doesn't make a difference what I wear. When you go out of town, it's careful. you have to be careful what you wear. Habayim Yashresh Yaakov Yatzitz Vafarach Yisrael. He says, the Pasuk says that those who came from Yaakov will take Yatzitz, will take a root. And I'm saying, Yashrish will take root. And Yatzitz Vafarach Yisrael, they'll bloom. They make beautiful buds for Torah. And therefore, since they're great in Torah, that's why when they're in a funny place, they have to make, they have to make sure that they are dressed apart. And we finished the last one. Why are the Goyim Mizuamim? We had said before, the reason why they have this spiritual ichiness to them is because they eat shikasin rasim. Says no. The reason why they have that is shelo amdu al har They didn't stand in har sinai. Shibisha sheba nahash al chava. When the nahash caused chava to do the sin, he til ba zuhama. The sin put the zuhama, the impurity, into her. Right. He says shemdu al har sinai paskah zumatan. When the Jews stood in Har Sinai, all the Zuhama that they've had in them since Adam Arishon and Chava kished. And that's why they don't have it. The Goyim weren't there, and therefore they still have the Zuhama. What about the converts? How does a converted guy get rid of the Zuhama if he wasn't in Har Sinai? No, don't worry about them. Because to go, even though a guy converted in 2020, his mazal was at Har Sinai. And those who weren't with us today. So Hashem pointed out that even those who aren't with him are still there and they're getting their zuhama removed by being at Har Sinai. This is Machokan Rabbi Kahana. Not for three generations, we didn't get rid of it. Ram will lead it Yishmael, Yitzhak will lead it Zav, Yaakov will lead Shnei Masar Shvatim, Shol Batim Shum Dofi. According to this opinion, the Zohama stopped by Yaakov Avinu. Already before Matan Torah by Yaakov Avinu, there was no Zohama. And the evidence of it is because when there's Zohama, you end up with a kid who's off. So therefore, the Zohama in Abraham caused Yishmael to come. The Zohama in Yitzchak caused Esav to come. But Yaakov, who was the third, third level, there was no Zohama, and that's why all his kids were Sadiqim, inshallah, by everybody else. Baruch Adnai Le'olam. Amen v'amen. At the Mishnah on Lafkuf Mem.